listening to a podcast on the Black Fur Network. Hello and welcome to Crimes Like These with me, SJ. Me, Paul. And me, Sam. Episode 26, Cults. Since the 1930s, attention to cults has increased significantly, particularly after the People's Temple or the Jonestown Massacre, the Manson family murders, and more recently, Nixium. They each have the same or similar characteristics, a charismatic leader, a strong belief or ideology, and most importantly, methods of control. And now we'll discuss cults like these. This is going to be a great episode. (laughs) I can feel it. I can feel it. (laughs) Um, Paul, do you want to kick us off with your choice? I'm going to go first because you two are going to sound much better than me. So let's just get (laughs) us out of the way. Uh, So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about Nexium, uh, which is, I'm going to tell you the spelling because it's weird. N-X-I-V-M, like kind of Roman numerals kind of. It does look weird for. when you see it written down, doesn't it? It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It would be a cool band name. It would. It's what? a shame you can't use it now, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could. You could. You, you There's could, a band called but... Marilyn Manson. There's a band called Manson. That's true. That's true. <laughs> very true. It's very yes. true. Wait for the Johnny and the Savills to come out. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, I just called him Johnny, didn't I? <laughs> Um, yeah, so Nexium was started by Keith Allen Ranieri, or Rainier, I couldn't, people were pronouncing it differently. Yeah, I've heard it, I think, when I listened to the podcast last year, I think it was Rainier. Yeah, Rainier, yeah, yeah, I'll say that. I don't care about offending him, he's a prick. So, Uh, so he started, started, I'm not going to go on his early life, because I couldn't find much about it, and I'm sure it's not very interesting. Uh, I'm going to jump right from the off. So he started, he, like in the 80s, he worked for, is it Amex, Amtrak? What's the famous pyramid scheme? Amex? Amex? Amex is American Express. I don't think oh, it's yeah. It's a really famous <laughs> Amway, something like that. Anyway. I don't know. So no, he started working for them, which was a really famous like ML, MLM, um, a multi-level marketing scheme. And they would sell like... Um, I think it was vitamins oh, and things oh. like that. It's, it's a always pl- that, supplement it? scam. Yeah, it's always <laughs> that. Um, it's like, uh, what's the one that goes around the, the uh, oh, is it Lush? No, it's not Everyone Lush. Sells. It'll be, where is, where is um, it? well, there's, you've got like Avon. That's Yeah, Avon, yeah. M&M, and um, there's a new one. Is it Tropic or Tropics? Or something? something like that. There's yeah, one, isn't there? One... A new one, yeah incense or candles scentsy that's it scentsy oh yeah yeah anyway so it was one of them and it but it was a really famous one because i think it was like the first one to be sort of investigated and found out and stuff uh so he did all right in that uh he left and thought i know i'll start my own one but what he thought is i'm not going to sell any kind of product what i'm going to do is i'm going to sell personal growth seminars as you do as you do so I don't know about you, but I'm assuming I, he's got zero qualifications at this point. 
Oh, he does claim to have an IQ of 250. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. 250? Yeah. If this doesn't already tell you this guy's going to be a cult leader. <laughs> He's got um, quite a high opinion of himself by the sounds of it. They all have. They, well, yeah, they? yeah. That's how they yeah. end up with, I mean, you know, as, as a cult leader. This is it, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, he's selling these, uh, like, self-help, basically, seminars. And these seminars would cost upwards of three and a half thousand dollars. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Three and a half thousand dollars. And sometimes these courses, so you're talking like these courses for like five days, but they would go for 12 hours a day. Fuck off. Jesus. Yeah. Three and a half grand of to, this to crazy just piss fuck. up the wall. <laughs> exactly. Another, I'm going to, another one. If you're sitting in a room for 12 hours and you've paid for this and there's the same guy on the stage talking shit, you're in a fucking cult. Yeah. <laughs> you joined a cult, my friend. Oh, God. Um, friend. Yeah. So anyway, he was making a fortune out of this, like, MLM. He was, he was claiming to make, like, $20 million a month. Which is probably feasible because, like, he was selling these things out like nobody's business. Oh my god, Jesus! All the usual cult leader bullshit. You know, you you've got to release your inner whatever and dance oh, with yeah. your sacred child at midnight in the rain, <laughs> as long as it's underage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, sorry, before all this, speaking of being underage, before all this, he met and married a 15-year-old. Oh, okay. of course. Just a, yeah. Yeah. Of course you do, yeah. yeah. Uh, which he was actually prosecuted for, but I don't think he still served any time. We didn't go into that. So somewhere within this, like, marketing scheme, he thought, <laughs> huh, maybe I'll just turn this into a, a whole cacophony of women who will just do what I tell them to, like they Brilliant. all do. Brilliant. And he starts this inner sanctum group of only females, right? Um, he's got, oh, what was her name? This is why I'm shit at doing things like any kind of presenting <laughs> because I've forgotten to write down the woman's name who is his friend. Ah, here we go. Karen Underainer. Yeah, that sounds Karen. right. I had a feeling her name was Karen. Would be. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. so Karen, um, uh, yeah, so Karen I've got to try and say that again. <laughs> she, Just Karen. Yeah. So he coerced her into like getting a, another woman to come along as they start. Yeah. Um, and it would, she would get another woman. Again, this is the pyramid scheme, but with people now. Yeah. Um, but these people were all paying him like a sort of a mafia. Uh, like a protection structure. scheme, like, a, yeah. like paying him for like, like membership to the club kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. But they yeah. were also now teaching these seminars. This is, yeah. this, this is insane. Oh, it gets way, way it gets worse. worse. It gets worse. Um, so when, when these group, when they, one woman would bring another woman into this group, I can't remember what the group's called. They did call it something. Again, I've yeah, forgotten it, to write Yeah, it. the inner group did have a name, but I can't remember what it was. It'll come to me. Anyway, so one woman would get another one to come along, and the relationship was literally called master and slave. So the woman that would get the other woman to come in, she was the, the master, and the woman coming in was the slave. Oh, my gosh. Now, 
these women all had to give up something for like security like to, so that all these secrets and stuff would be kept so they, what they had to do was write out full confessionals like of all their deepest darkest secrets and give them nude photographs right so if they ever like told anyone what was happening or anything like this yeah it would be but this was never overtly said to them it was all because because it's you've got to be able mm. to trust your sisters and it's yeah it's doxing is is the term um yeah they would they would be doxed so they would expose their secrets and publish they these nude photos online that's doxing yeah yeah, yeah exa exactly so once he'd gotten like a fair size group together he thought now what do, what do i do next here because they can't just you know say they're on my cult they have to do something so he's like huh branding <laughs> we're getting to brand so the the lady whose story this was who was on the podcast uh she was saying so they came around to her house one night her master took her in the car and said they were going to some ceremony to like solidify like the relationship and all this. They went to a mansion, which she recognized as none other than Alison Mack from Smallville. Yeah. Which is, was, is fucking mental. Yeah. Like she was she's high like up in the least cult. suspecting person yep. <laughs> ever. But there's YouTube videos. You can literally watch this guy brainwashing her. It's yeah. mad. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy watching it. So Alison Mack played, uh, what was her name in Smallville? I don't know. I didn't watch Smallville. I did, but it was years it ago. It was bad, Chloe? apparently. Was it Chloe? That rings. That does ring a bell. It could be anyway. But she was in the whole series, like from start to finish. She was a big And it was deal. pop. I was going to say, it was yeah. popular, weren't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she was a, yeah. Bi it was a, she was a big deal. Anyway, they go into her, her mansion She's not there. She's hiding. So they go up to this bedroom and they say, right, this is what we're going to do. This is the ceremony. So a guy comes <laughs> in. No, a woman comes in with a laser engraver. Um, they lay her down on the bed, like pull her trousers down a little bit to like just to blow her hips because they wanted it in a place where it couldn't be seen, even in a bikini. Oh. So they proceed to do this brand on this first woman who is screaming in agony because it, there's no anesthetic, nothing because they say the pain like solidifies you into the group. That's um, disgusting. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like that, like cattle, isn't it? You brand cattle and you know, yeah. it's, oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, it was rank. I'm going to read this bit because obviously I'm an idiot. So this describes it better than I can. There was a method to the branding. It was supposed to be precisely seven strokes, one line across and two diagonal lines down to form the sideways K, then four smaller lines to form a sideways R beneath it, the little spoon to the big spoon of the K. Uh, the women were supposed to be naked. They were supposed to be videotaped and they were supposed to be held down on a table, arms above head, legs spread, ankles and wrists bound, helpless, vulnerable, exposed. And... Uh, and they were supposed to say the following. Please brand me. It would be an honour. An honour I want to wear for the rest of my life. Oh my um, this last part was the Im most important. Uh, they should probably say that before they're held down so it doesn't seem like they're being coerced. Rainier, 
told actress Alison Mack. Brilliant. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll absolutely So the best part it. is they were told it was a like a rune symbol. <laughs> but in actual fact, it's a K and an R for Kiefer and Eerie. Yeah, it's it's just gross. It's just absolutely gross. So it's like a K and an R that's like uh, flipped, basically. So it's like rotated on its side. So instead of being vertical, it's horizontal. So it doesn't immediately no. look it, like a K and an R. It looks almost like a like a Japanese kanji, almost. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, it does look like that. Yeah. So. But... So they're getting branded because they want to be part of this cult. And you've obviously, it's the, um, what is it, the master and the what? Master and slave. slave. So the slave gets branded because the master's brought them in. But why do they want to be part of this cult? Like, what are they getting? Um, do you know what I mean? What are they yeah, getting I'm, from this cult? This is, this is my thought on all cult members, though. Like, what? I don't, what? <laughs> Well, I don't yeah, get what they're getting very, from very, it. Like, yeah, that is true. No, because they're they're at this point they're still paying to be part of this. Yeah. Oh, so, they didn't. They weren't allowed any money either. They had to ask him for money. Like yeah. all the money they were making now was going straight to him, and the upper like leader women, and oh, they were expected to live on eight hundred calories a day. Eight hundred calories oh, a day. Yeah. That's. That's starvation. Yep, and that is basically starvation. Yeah, he would frequently wake one of one of them up, random ones up at one, two o'clock in the morning, and make them go on long walks with him, where he would just ramble about his ideas for Nexium and like, yeah. And these yeah. women were married as well. The men were in the cult, but they were in like the just the pyramid scheme part of the cult. Ah. Uh. It's just recruit, 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 isn't it? Yeah. It's like one person recruits two more people, they recruit two more people, and it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And he talk he talks in that usual <laughs> like smarmy, guru y yeah. kind of way. <laughs> uses uses some really good buzzwords. Oh my god, yeah. Oh and they use like um the 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 inner people, like the people that are in it, they use terms like, oh yeah. After my five day and before my five day, so it's like before the five day like course and after so the life before it and the life after it. After my five day, oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like I am cult proof, man. I am cult proof. <laughs> I don't believe Maybe in anything. Maybe we should test this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to convince me of anything. Although what I did do one time. Uh, I used to when I was at school, like, well, just after school, like me and my friend Chris and a couple of other mates, we discovered this thing called the Medway Family Church. Right now, oh, I, I really, I'm going to try not to offend any religious people. I was like 16 years old, um, so we used to go there. But they used to have these Sunday night services <clears> because <throat> the people there would do the laying of hands, and they would get get Christ through them. So. People in the like sitting in the pews and that would suddenly start spasming and like just spasming. They like you see, um, like in America when yep. they're oh exactly my god, exactly that. 
and we used to go yeah. every Sunday for like four months. <laughs> and we were laughing. We or we had to sit in the back because we just we would just cry laughing at the back. Had you and everyone taken just any we was, mind altering substances? I can neither confirm nor <laughs> deny. How did I know that was coming? <laughs> <laughs> It was funny. I should just say that. <laughs> but it it was one of the best things we ever did. But anyway, my point is, they asked us to start. They were like, oh, you come here. You're like young guys. Like, we've got a youth group. We were like, oh, yeah, you've got, you've got a youth group. And they were like, yeah. They were like, we're going down to the, to the beach tomorrow night. It's like a, like a group out in, like, bonding thing. We were like, cool, we're at the beach. So we were like, yeah, we're come. Oh. Anyway, all the way down there in this fucking bus. All they did was try and preach God to us, right? Because oh, we were like God. we were metalers, so we had our leather jackets, our long hair, our band T-shirts, and like they thought we were desert, devil worshippers, I think. Brilliant. Yeah, all the way there and all the way back, and the whole time we were there, we never went back to that church again. I bet you didn't, because it's a fucking cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened at the beach, though? They we just walked up the beach. While they literally surrounded the three of us and they just talked about God and how great the Medway family church was. Well, this sounds like you should be on a documentary. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 you actually happen. You you just happened to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Basically, we've got somebody who's had a first hand experience of a cult. Of yeah, well, they called themselves a spiritualist inducted. church, but I think they were a cult. It felt like a cult. Wow. Wow. And they bought us fish and chips too, which was well sus. <laughs> if this if this doesn't work, we'll bribe you with food. Yeah, Brilliant. yeah, it was horrible. Oh my it god! Was. We never went back again ever. Wow. You know why? I recognised it was a fucking cult. <laughs> I can't believe you went. That seems amazing. Wow. It was, it was bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, back to Nixium. Back to this cult. For all this, he was also molesting all the women, by the way. That's and, standard. Uh, it did, I saw a couple of things where it said there was child molestation, but I assume that meant the 15-year-old he married because I couldn't I find would imagine it would that. be the minors, wouldn't it? It would be any under the age of consent. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so Nexium yeah. exists started in 1998 and it ended in 2018 when he was finally arrested. Yeah, 2018. Uh, Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, 2018, and charged with um, sex trafficking, attempted sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, racketeering conspiracy, forced labour conspiracy, wire fraud conspiracy, and racketeering. And he was convicted <laughs> yeah. of all of those. <clears throat> yeah. There's always, there's always a financial element that I've seen just doing research, coming across a few different cults. There's always a financial element, always. Always, yeah. It does. Always. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they end up with assets of, you know, millions and millions and millions yep. um, because they're just, getting their follow <laughs> <laughs> they're just getting their followers to hand over everything that they yeah. own. You know, yeah. it's no wonder. And then they, well, it, they get mean, a church all... status and then they, they're tax exempt. So they I'm don't not, pay any I'm taxes. not going to say that one because they sue people. So I'm not going to say that one. <laughs> We all know the one we're all thinking of. We there. all know. We all know the one. Yeah. So he he was in he was sent to prison for 120 years, <laughs> plus um, 
a $1.75 million fine, uh, $15,000 in various other fines, $3.5 million in restitution to 21 victims. Jesus. Um, and, the, yeah, a, a mandatory victim restitution act, but I'm not sure what that is. I assume it's some kind of... It'll be some sort of, like, payment plan, won't it, that yeah. it has to comply with? Because it'll be dam that's damages to the victims, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> oh wow, he's actually married to a woman now, a new woman. Oh. Nikki Klein, a former Canadian actress. Oh god. Oh, she was in. Oh my god, it's fucking. Who is it? Uh, Callie oh. from uh, Battlestar Galactica. No. Yeah. Oh my days. What the? What is wrong with is... What's wrong with these people? <laughs> Oh wow, that's mind blowing. That's live. That's a, that's a, that's <laughs> a live discovery. <laughs> if you can see Paul's reaction, <laughs> if any of your girlfriends start trying to persuade you to, yeah. just don't. <laughs> it was just anyone tries to persuade you to join. People yeah. in a church ask you to go to the beach. Do not go. <laughs> Especially, especially if you're a bit easily <laughs> I can't believe that. You'd have been like top tier. Like if they'd have converted you, they'd have been like, we've converted like the Satan worshippers. Like, <laughs> yeah. You'd have been top tier. Yeah, we, we would have been. Yeah, they, yeah. Would have, they would have thought they were so powerful yeah. if they converted you. Yeah, they did. But they were devo. They went off and had discussions on like, right, how do we get the next ones? Like, yeah, I'm that sure didn't they work. Did. What yeah. should we do? The fish and yeah. chips just weren't cutting it. Yeah, they just were not listening. <laughs> yeah. Probably had a brainstorming session, didn't they? Yeah, it was very strange. Jesus. Very strange. Wow. That, Nix that's... Yeah, Nixium is, is, is mental. It's mental. That is really strange. I'm, what, like, I'm really confused about this one because I just don't, people have, like, so it started off with people volunteering and, like, here's my money, and then it became, like, a, a people thing. But, like, what control did he have? What was he using to keep them there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, again, he has that. I don't know. People say, but people think all the things <clears> I was watching and reading that kept saying, oh, because he's, he's charismatic and, like, but he just comes across as a creepy weirdo to me. <laughs> yeah, um, but we're we're sort of, you know English. We are English. There's no denying it. But I think, you know, we're of sound mind. I think there's a lot of people who are easily influenced. And yeah. if somebody yeah. says the right words in the right way, the right tone, language. And especially having a sort of showman, showmanship, charismatic personality. Yeah, that's that's quite a combination. And I think oh, people who is. are a bit naive might just fall victim to that. Yeah, or yeah. people oftentimes they've had bad like family backgrounds. Exactly, and, and then might be looking for an escape. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because a lot a lot of cases it's like. <clears throat> Like it uh, with uh, Charles Manson is a good example. Mm, like yeah. he would just pick up stray, like yeah. world-beaten girls from mm. the street and just make them follow him. But yeah. he was quite charismatic. Like I hate to say that, but if you listen to like Charles Manson didn't I mean, kill anybody, he persuaded to this other day, people yeah. to kill yeah. to this day. People idolize him. Like you see Charles Manson T-shirts for fuck's sake. Charlie don't surf. Yeah. He's also a Scorpio. Yeah. Is he a Scorpio? I think he's the only inverted commas serial killer that is a Scorpio. Or uh, uh, 
uh, well, like well known anyway. But yeah, he's a Scorpio. What ones are Aquarius? Or don't know off the top of my head. Have to All Google. They're, they're most <laughs> mostly mostly Gemini and Virgo. Oh, Gemini no. and Virgo. Yeah. Duffy's Duffy's Gemini. <laughs> no, she's not. She's November, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, what is that? Scorpio. She's Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio. Okay. She's Scorpio, like me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, most most of them are um, yeah Gemini and Virgo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is both my mom and dad's. I think my sister might be Virgo. Is it September? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, September's Virgo. It's yeah. Mid August to mid September. Yeah, Gemini would be June. Yeah. yeah. Sam, what is your cult of choice? My title was very comical. So my call of choice is Marcus Wesson and his vampire incest cult. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yes, that's what it was known as. So yeah, the vampire I incest cult. Well, it sounds, sounds, like right sounds to, delightful. Kind of I can't wait to hear all about it. <laughs> Strap in, folks. This might be a bad one. Oh, right. So I do have some background information on Marcus because I think it has heavily influenced what he ended up doing so he was born 22nd of august 1946 and he was the eldest of four children um his mom was carrie and his dad was benjamin wesson and he was born in kansas and he was raised in a a heavily religious i was gonna um, say kansas. environment yeah yeah south in it yeah. yeah so um protestant environment his mom was a, a religious fanatic and his dad was an alcoholic child abuser nice Great start to your life exactly <clears throat> um so his upbringing was really really strange um so his dad left his family at one point to run away with his male cousin of which he was having an affair with for 10 years what uh-huh and then were they also vampires <laughs> the vampire this is the incest really part not the vampire yeah. part yeah so this is his dad this is not even marcus yet so like his environment is already like just fucked basically fucked. yeah um so yeah and then after t after 10 years uh his dad decides that he wants to come back and continue his father duties and they move to california brilliant Yes. Um, there is kind of like stuff to say that the dad log would sexually abuse the kids, but nothing sort of set in stone. But I wouldn't be surprised with sort of how everything kind of unfolds. Yeah. Um, so Marcus himself, um, he was quite quiet when he was younger, kept himself to himself. Uh, he was rumoured to have been bullied. He was quite like big for his age, like he was quite tall and quite stocky, but he was... He was still picked on. Um, his favourite game to play when he was a kid was to play Preacher. Oh, my God. Which is that <laughs> a game totally, that not totally normal thing for kids to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, he was terrible at school. He didn't um, kind of pass high school. You know, they graduate high school. He didn't. They have to have, like, so he, many points, don't that's they? That's it, yeah. yeah. So he did, his teachers did let him graduate. Even though he didn't get the points, but he didn't get like the whole 
they were like, yes, you, you graduated high school, but he didn't get enough points to do it. It's really strange. Um, but then after that, he joined the military uh, from 1966 until 1968. Um, oh, just missed Vietnam. So religious background and he's now in the military. Brilliant. Yeah, but he wasn't Brilliant. kind of on like frontline or anything. He um, was more to do with like the medical service side of it. Oh, oh that'd be so, worse. Yeah. I think yeah. it would all blood and guts. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, he was only there for two years. And then he left, came back, and he met a woman called Rosemary Solaria. Um, so, Rosemary is 15 years older than Marcus oh, was, wow. and she was married at the time when she met him. Uh, and she had seven children with this previous partner. Um, however, she starts. She takes a liking to Marcus and starts dating him, which she then ends her relationship and moves Marcus into her home. Oh, dear. Yes, and then this is when it starts to get fucked. So, <laughs> for some reason, um, Marcus then, uh, I don't know why it starts to become more obvious at this point, but he becomes obsessed with religion himself. Um, but not he wasn't sort of satisfied with anyone else's organised religion. He wanted he'd his own. Oh. Um, he also had a strong uh, belief that Jesus Christ is a vampire. Brilliant. We did write so, him dead. You did? Yeah. So the whole thing around the vampire thing isn't so much around Allegedly. the blood. Like, there's no... He, he didn't have fascination with blood. He didn't drink blood. He didn't make his when he has followers. He didn't make them do anything like that. It was more around the immortality sort of okay. thing. So he would refer to Jesus being a vampire, God being a vampire, because they were immortal. immortal. Yeah, okay. And even though he believed that in Jesus and God, he then referred to himself as vampire God. So he, was, he believed he was... God, even though he would talk about God. He's a very, wow. very confused person. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Very confused person. Um, so, yeah, so he, he at this point then just starts to refer to himself as that. Um, which is totally which is like, nice to meet the... you. I'm Vampire God. <laughs> just in the pub, like, oh, yeah. I'm Vampire God. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, Pretty much. Um, so, yeah, so in 1971, Marcus had a son with Rosemary. Um, however, in 1974, he began sexually abusing uh, Rosemary's eight-year-old daughter, Elizabeth. <sighs> and then kind of his, fas um, his fascination with Rosemary, sort of, he's not really interested in her anymore because he's got this child that he's more interested in and when she was 14 when so when elizabeth was 14 and marcus was 27 um they got married sorry she was 14 yeah so obviously i, I beat my guy by one <laughs> i know that <laughs> um, i mean what year what year was this this i haven't got the year I've just got, so that was... So hang on, if he was 27, what year was he born again? There you go. So 1971, Marcus had a son with Rosemary. So he was 15... So 1974, sorry, Rosemary's... Uh, in 1974, 
Whereas Moore's daughter Elizabeth was eight. Right. And then okay. She married him when she was fourteen. Right. Okay. Okay. So six years later, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So like nineteen eighty. Yeah. So in nineteen eighty. Yeah. She was fourteen. He's twenty-seven, and they got married. Yeah. Where is this? California. So this is California this, now. Yeah, this is in California. Wow. What yeah. age was the legal marriage? That's what, what I was. That's I, where I was I'm going sh- with this. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it was a. It was a like an actual recognised ceremony, but it was a home ceremony. But it oh, was a recognised. It was a recognised marriage. They're really, I was going to say if he's religious, he could have married him himself, couldn't he? Yeah, exactly. Um, but then this to be it's interesting because four months after their marriage, uh, she had their first child. Sorry, but four claims, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he claims <laughs> I didn't that... even catch that. I was just like, oh, <laughs> I was stuck on that. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but he claims that no, there was no, no, nothing sexual happening. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Immaculate know. birth yeah. from his oh, vampire no. god. He, Jesus yeah. Christ. He is very like one minute completely like non coherent, and the next minute really switched on because you can tell because the way he like evades things or deals with authority is okay. very strange. Um, it doesn't sound like your standard cult leader, I've got to say. No, it doesn't. No, he's not. He's not. No, <laughs> usually they're like quite intelligent, like they might not necessarily, you might sort of be like, Jesus, you must be a mug to believe that, but they are actually like really <laughs> intelligent for the most part, but he, I don't get that vibe from him. Um, Neither do I so far. Yeah. Uh, I think they ended up having 10 kids. So his aim was to basically create a family, a family cult of oh, incest. So then he would like basically just sleep with the kids and then the kids kids <gasps> and so on and so forth like Jeez. he just wanted he wanted his own little like harem oh, I don't think that's the way to go about God. it no probably not <laughs> no. um yeah so he wasn't very I, I think this is actually quite this is quite a problem with with cults though I guess so like he wasn't going out and getting money as such like he was a, a stranger yeah um he would get money from other people which i think mm. is quite but the way he went about it was a lot more mm. scummy than scummy. most i guess a good word. so they would yeah so they lived in like vacant houses they lived on like derelict boats and in sh- people's sheds um and his children would be forced to work and then give their earnings to marcus and he would just use that money and like binge on like fast food and and have not a great lifestyle he simply wasn't yeah. like super bougie or anything but like a better lifestyle than his kids that were like they had no food they were like not allowed to eat anything he beat yeah, one of his kids for by their dad yeah exactly yeah one of the sons he he beat him every day for 30 days um with I think it was like a stick that was like wrapped in duct tape for that like because he stole a teaspoon of peanut butter. And all this time that Marcus is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So like I think at the by the end when he's like arrested, I'm sure he's like three hundred pounds or something. Wow. And he's like six foot. So like he's he's that he's a big that's guy. big. Yeah. Yeah. That's enormous. Yeah. Three hundred pounds and only six feet. That is enormous. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. 
So, yeah, so Marcus was abusive to Elizabeth and the children, so both um, sexually and physically. For the boys, it was just physical. Um, yeah. He homeschooled the kids themselves, so he kept everything very enclosed. Yeah. Um, people did see that they were, like, living in their sheds and stuff, but no one really reported it all particularly people don't cared, really people just turn a blind eye often don't they yeah, yeah i think yeah and i think it's mainly down to being scared of the repercussions like you don't know what he's capable of or yeah, any it. of and any of them are capable of really yeah exactly could be violent you know because yeah, you live there as well like and i'm not saying don't intervene because if, obviously if you see kids yeah. Are yeah. mistreated intervene yeah but yeah, it's, I think it's a bit different in a country that owns so many guns. <laughs> that's not a political <laughs> yes, no. statement. No, 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 you're right, very though. True. You're right. Very true. Very true. I like mm. guns, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I think every episode you get <laughs> in that you <laughs> love guns. Yeah. Paul, I, I don't love have guns one. and in quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so he, he, he homeschooled <clears throat> the kids, taught them the ways. From a Bible, the ways. Um, from a Bible which he rewrote. So basically, he he kind of rewrote the Christian Bible, um, but heavily focused on it. Heavily focused on it on Jesus being a vampire. And, and I mean, the... how do you work vampirism into the fucking Bible? I mean, fair play to him. Yeah. I mean. He, sh- he should have been. Do you know what he should have done? He should. He should have been a writer like Stephen King. If he likes making up stories like that, he should have been yeah. a writer. God, we know another cult Jeez. leader that started that way, don't we? <gasps> yes. <laughs> Whose name I'm not going to mention. <laughs> Who? Very, very litigious. <laughs> okay, I'm with you. you know, I'm with you. The one that Tom Cruise is a part of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so subtle. So yeah. subtle. <laughs> I didn't say the name. <laughs> I could it, mean so... Hollywood. Yes. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. So, yeah. So, the children were um, told to refer to him as Lord or Master. Um, and he taught the children to prepare for Armageddon. Uh, oh, so it's a doomsday cult. Uh, it's a also, cult yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I know. think it was just, I think genuinely he just threw anything at them. Yeah. To sort of be like... Be, be scared fear, if you disobey me. Yeah, he's was very it, much. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty yeah. much what he's was. And and with being such a big guy as well, I'm I'm really not surprised. Um, so yeah, so he taught him to Professor Armageddon. Um, his and his curriculum was was really uh, advanced. He taught them <laughs> oral sex. What they were, yeah. He taught the only the girls, obviously. That's you know because that makes it obviously, okay. Obviously, yeah. Um, so yeah. God forbid. <laughs> yeah, the the boys were sort of just like not. They were physically abusing like her, but kind of just left out of the whole sexual thing. But the girls from from eight to no no younger than he had a thing with like them being eight. Um, but is yeah, from a, eight. Is there a religious significance to the number eight? Not that do I we could know? Go in. He said he was obviously just like that's woman. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Which is, yeah. Um, they were asked to wash Wesson's dreadlocks, scratch his head, oh, and scratch his yeah, he had dreadlocks. And then it became he ended up having and I don't know the proper name for it, but where it just becomes one big dreadlock. Oh my the white god. Guy. <laughs> 
scored a nine when it's like one, like superior, just all the dreadlocks. Superior one dreadlock. dreadlock. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, and also to to scratch his armpits. So this is all in a curriculum. This is not. This I am. Is so I am fighting the urge <laughs> to dry heave I, at this point. I want to. I want to look at this guy. In all <laughs> I've seen a photo. You don't want to see what he looks like. He's, he's not. Yeah. What's his not. name? I've forgotten. Marcus Wesson. He's not. He's. Yeah. Like I'm fighting the urge. He's. To... He's disgusting. He is. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can just imagine he just absolutely stunk as well. Um. And he also, so yeah, so he taught his his family that they were also vampires. However, due to the fact they had souls, oh. that gave them the ability to move around in daylight. Well, I mean, yeah, this is straight out of of a film or a TV a show, isn't straight it? Out Buffy, yeah. it's straight out yeah. of Buffy. Straight out of Buffy. Yeah, that's it. Um, and this was in the nineties, wasn't it? No, eighties. Eighties. Oh, yeah. 80s, so it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. It was eighties. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Sorry, so, sorry. Vampire God. Sorry, sorry. I'm yeah, going to correct myself right. now. Don't you dare misgender <laughs> He, yeah, I don't. <laughs> He's so, like, there's so many weird things that he does. I could literally, like, I find it really hard to compress it. I was like, you've chosen something too long here. But, um, so, yeah, if, if any, anyone within the, Anything tried to break up the family, or he was like, if a, I don't know, authority figure comes to the store, or they get discovered, he created his own document, which basically had a specific suicide pact that they all had to agree to. So again, it was like the whole control thing, and that and that just kind of went along with it. Um, it's weird he, though. It seems like he took elements from every other cult and just yeah, took those. he's like taking yeah, like what so... he liked from like so yeah. many different sources. And were they all wearing Nike trainers? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The women say... had to be covered up. Yeah, just the women again had to be covered up. So the headscarves and like head to toe. No, wow. yeah, like he wasn't. No, no one was allowed. Like, it was his women. He wanted this family that basically he slept with and abused and, and the boys just went off to work and brought back the money. And he wanted it very self-contained. Wow. So it was no, like, outsiders wouldn't come into this. It was like yeah, a yeah, family yeah. cult. Wow. Mm. Um, he also m- married additional people. So <laughs> he... I'd have been surprised if he hadn't. <laughs> Are the kids in the family? Within the family, yeah. So he um, he married and had children with. Okay, so this is Ruby, Rose, and Safina. Now these were Elizabeth, so his original wife. Yeah, the eight-year-old that got married when she was fourteen. This is her sister's kids. So basically. Elizabeth's oh sister came to Marcus and was like, I think she was a bit of a drug addict and stuff. She had seven kids from her marriage. She couldn't look after them. And she was like, will you look after them? And he was like, yes, I will. And brought oh. them into his little cult. So his nieces, so he basically, non-blood related nieces, he married and had kids with them also. Wow. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um. 
One of Marcus's sons, Alma, developed a crush on one of Marcus's nieces. Oh, and he Marcus proceeds to write a 14-page document ordering the boys to stay away from the girls in the house. He had a thing with with writing really long documents. There was there's an there's a an organization in America and I don't know what it is like. I think they said IRA and I don't but I don't know if that's correct. But they were investigating Marcus because of like fraud and benefits. Oh, it's IRS. Oh, IRS. 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 Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So they were like investigating him. Told him, wrote him a letter, and he wrote them. No word of like, I'm pretty sure it's like more than 90 pages back saying, no, I think you'll find I'm investigating you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you ever had that happen? Because that's what you do, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I I have had a case recently where like they've had fraud alerts against them by another another bank. Um, They've come to us and we've said, no, you've got this alert from this other bank. And basically said, you know, um, they're lying. Like, I, you know, I didn't do that. And got his, you know, his family on board and saying yeah. he didn't do it and this all this bullshit. And you're just like, okay, like, it's nothing <laughs> to do with us. You need to go to that other bank that, that put the fraud alert on yeah. you <laughs> and contest it. Like, it's nothing to do with us. We're just going to go on that intelligence. Exactly. But, oh, honestly, some of them deluded. Yeah, deluded. that's it. Literally wrote back an, a full document. A 90-page letter, it though. How long do you think that took? I don't know. Yeah, I don't well, that's know. That's a novel, like a small novel, but, but still I, novel. I mean, <laughs> very more, in... more than a short story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. yeah. <laughs> but it'd be like interesting to see how he's done that because he was shit at school. Like he didn't pass. Yeah, I mean, just because he like, wrote so... the pages doesn't mean it was exactly. Doesn't mean it makes like, sense. You know, doesn't yeah. mean yeah. yeah. Just picture drawings on paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He developed yeah. his own form of handwriting. It's just, yeah, it's just that whole and, and I suppose in in his case very much true because he had got people to refer to him as it but it's very much the god complex thing just like uh yeah, is, no yeah. who are you like i'm investigating you <laughs> so yeah so um so at this point marcus is now living in an empty office block in fresno with his family but he doesn't want to live there don't know why just doesn't want to live there and proceed yeah. maybe a bit too corporate um, Marcus uh, proceeded to purchase 12 antique coffins. Uh-huh. Where did he get his money from? What? <laughs> I think he got a really good deal, to be right, and I'm not even saying that for a joke. But, I think he ordered so many. Was three. it a bug yeah. off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the, ant, got the, last the, the guy... Three. Yeah, the the guy would um that sold them to him was like, yeah, I didn't think it was a bit strange, but yeah, whatever. It's a no fucking shit, Sherlock. Yeah, Jesus. Which this is, it gets honestly it gets weird. Oh, so he purchased the twelve antique coffins, which were loaded onto a yellow school bus, which was his mode of transport. <laughs> and then he proceeded to paint the school bus black. I think I'm not sure the outside or the inside, but painted black, and then. He put the coffins inside the school bus, oh, along with... Now, I don't know how true this is, right? I do not know how true this can possibly be, but there was also a hot tub in this school bus. What? <laughs> I know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But at whatever point, the coffins go from the school bus back into this, um, the, the office building. 
Right. So. I'm literally on the edge of my seat here. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, so he was getting letters. So Marcus was getting letters from the city of Fresno. Bearing in mind, but people know what he's doing. And the, yeah. the thing that yeah. they're most concerned about is the fact that he's living in a commercial building and that's not allowed. <laughs> so that's like, he's getting I told, mean, like, no. That's literally the least of their worries at this that, point, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So he's, I think this is why he doesn't like living in it because he's like, I'm getting so much heat. Yeah. And I'm trying, and I'm like, you know, I'm, at the end, I'm trying to live off benefits and all this kind of stuff and yeah, yeah, yeah. leave me alone. So Sophie and Ruby, who are the nieces, um, they eventually left Marcus's call after, after, to be fair, some to do. So I think like Safina at one point wanted to leave and then Marcus stabbed out and was like, do you want, are you ready to meet God? Which is weird because he's saying he's God. So he believes in God, but he's also calling himself God. He's very strange. Yeah. Um, but then she was like, okay, I won't leave. She had a son, she's got a son with Marcus as well. Um, but eventually Sophie and Ruby, Safina, sorry, and Ruby leave his call, but they're told that he, they have to leave their kids behind. So to leave the call, they, they did. Because they had boys, and boys tended to just get left pretty much alone, apart yeah. from having to give money. So they were like, "This is the best option." And if, we've and got. if they're if they're working and bringing money in for him, he ain't going to want to let them go, is he? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, however, he did get back to them that Marcus had planned to move his incest family cult to Washington, oh, and nice. Sophina and Ruby on March twelfth, two thousand and four. This is so. This has gone on for a while. This is 20 yeah. years. This is over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gone on for a while. This picture, there's so many as well. If anyone wants to Google it, there's so many pictures of this family. It's not even like they were like, they were kind of under the radar, but at the same time, there's pictures of them pregnant and all this. Like, there's just, it's really strange. Um, But yeah, sorry. So on March 12, 2004, along with several members of Wesson's extended family, so the ones who obviously weren't, didn't like him and believed, so Fina and Ruby, yeah. Um, went to the office building and demanded the release of their children because they didn't want them taken to Washington. Mm-hmm. So there was a bit of a standoff at this point because Lloyd Marcus is like, no. Mm-hmm. And then, but the girls aren't going, well, the women aren't moving. So the Fresno police were called to the scene um, as it was, as it's classed as a child <laughs> custody issue. And Wesson was like, fine, and asked the police to wait whilst he went back into the building. And then he returned with his clothes covered in blood. <laughs> oh, my God. So when the police went into... Sorry, my notes have just flipped. <laughs> so then um, the police went into the building and discovered nine bodies, oh my two God. of Weston's daughters and seven of their children, and the ages range from one years old to 25 years old. A one-year-old. There was a few one-year-olds, yeah. There was a a couple of one-year-olds. And each victim had been shot through the eye. Even though the police were saying they heard no gunshots, but witnesses said they did hear gunshots. Do you know what that means? He must have held them there to do that. Because yeah, there's no way you're getting that shot off every time. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. What a piece of shit. 
Yep. Wow. But it just get worse. Oh no, that's worse. Like it can't it's worse. get worse. Yeah. So obviously at this point, Wesson was arrested. Like he's covered in blood. It's quite obvious. Like he's been involved. And during the trial, Wesson's public defenders claimed that the twenty-five-year-old who was Wesson's daughter, the one one of the ones that was um, yeah. that died. Um, I think you pronounce her name Sabrina. You don't spell it like how you would normally, but I, from what I can tell, I think it's Sabrina. Um, that she committed the murders and then committed suicide with a twenty-two caliber handgun because it's found with her body along with her DNA on the gun. So basically, he made her do it. He's he's made her do it, oh, and then man. she's either killed herself afterwards, or he's made her kill herself afterwards. And this I'm is part of the whole off. suicide pact thing. But she but, was probably grateful for it. Yeah, exactly. You you couldn't live. Yeah, I mean, yeah. shooting one year old, you can't. Mm-hmm. And you'd um, want to die after that, wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, however, so even though that the you know that's why he's public defenders claimed and the yeah. jury did find that Wesson was wasn't guilty of firing the shots because of the DNA evidence but he was still convicted of murder anyway sounds like Jeremy Bamba Isn't that yeah exact same circumstances? yeah 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 um due to deciding that he persuaded he, he persuaded his children to enter a suicide pact Fuck. Jesus fucking Christ what that yeah. is like the the top echelon of brainwashing, like to get someone to kill themselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, so on 17th of June, 2005, Wesson was convicted of nine counts of first degree murder, 14 counts of rape, seven counts of sexual molestation. Not really sure why it's less than the rape, but yeah. Um, and he was sentenced to death on the 27th. Well, he was sentenced to death. The sentence was carried out, sorry, on the 27th of June, 2005. Um, however, he still currently resides in San Quentin State Prison. He's yeah. still alive? I believe so. People still, they keep Quentin people alive on death row. Shit. Yeah. 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 I takes, think they do that on purpose. It takes a lot, doesn't it, for them yeah. to actually carry out a, yeah. a death sentence. Because there's a lot of appeals, it? isn't there? Like there's yeah. an automatic they appeal have to, straight away. Yeah, they have to like exhaust so many... Yeah. Um, levels, don't they? Because it has yeah. to go up to like the Supreme Court, doesn't yeah. it? I think that's the last. The I last suspect one. it's designed like that so they get the maximum fear. Yeah, potentially. I am. Yeah. I am. I am quite cynical, though. <laughs> but I do. I do think that's the case. How much is I it going to cost them to do that, though? To oh, that's commit, true, to, yeah. to carry out the death sentence, like because it's going to be lethal injection, isn't it? Like that. It would be lethal. Yeah, it would be lethal. That's the only way they do it now, I think. I think there's one state left where they still hang, but I can't remember what it is. Really? Oh, it'll be one of the American Deep South states. Deep South, I was just about to say, Deep South. I don't think I've actually hung anyone since like 1950 something, but it's still on the table. It's still an option. I was going to say the last person to be hung in this country was in the 60s. Yeah, it was a woman too, wasn't it? It was a woman, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was she the one that was like they found it was wrongfully convicted as well? Or they not? found it loads of them. Yeah. Loads of them. Yeah. Yeah. Loads yeah. of them. I read yeah. a I read a book uh, last year about crime and punishment from like since records began in like England, basically. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Really interesting. Really interesting. But yeah, a lot of them were like yeah. wrongful. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I stand on the death penalty. I flip flop on it all the time. <laughs> like it's like it depends on what kind of mood I'm in or what day it is. I think you've been pro death penalty before on, yeah, I'm, on another I'm episode. Often, I'm yeah, more often yeah. than not pro. But I'm not pro in every death case. Penalty. As long as there's, there's no be, shadow of a doubt. Yeah, no shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And not only mm. that, but the crime has got to be severe. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't I don't believe in like say you're an armed robber. You're robbing a bank. You panic and shoot someone yeah. and kill them. You shouldn't be put to death for that. Not no, for a no. moment of you know, It's got to be like pre- life, premeditated, yeah. horrific yeah, murder. Exactly. Yeah. It's not for things. But I do understand the whole like an eye for an eye and all this kind of stuff. But then I'm like, mm. like Ian Brady, for example. I'm like that that dude. The amount of money it costs us to yeah constantly keep oh. him alive and. And well, the prisoners keep trying to release the state of the burden, don't they? But he keeps surviving. Yeah. yeah. Little prick. Yeah. Oh, I hate that guy. He's such a smart. He's so disgusting. He yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, that's, that's Martin Weston, Marcus Weston, sorry, and he's a vampire incest cult. <laughs> vampire incest cult. That I can't is... believe I've never heard of this one. I know. Neither have I. That, literally, my chin has been on the floor throughout the whole yeah. thing. It's yeah. I mean, I wanted a weird one, but I don't think I. I don't think there's anything else. You always really find the weird ones. That. I do like the weird ones. <laughs> but there was a there was apparently it's not on there anymore. I'm gutted. But there was apparently a documentary on him on Netflix. So like, yeah. So Might be on he's, YouTube, possibly. So oh, he's yeah. like. No, but I'd I'd not heard of him at all. Wow. Netflix um, are on my shit list at the minute. Oh, right. They took Parks and Rec off, haven't they? Oh, have they? Yeah, they took it off on Monday, and I was only halfway through season three. It's oh, so annoying no. when they do that. Yeah, bastards. And I was re-watching Dawson's though. Creek, and they done that, and I was like, why have you taken Dawson's Creek off? <laughs> no, it, nah, I've, got, I've got the DVDs. Nothing. I don't care if they take it off. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it's so annoying when they take things off and you're halfway through. Yeah, yeah it's annoying. I'd, I'd really gotten into it too. Sorry. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I mean, my choice isn't necessarily boring, but it's not as mad as Vampire Incest Call. Thank I'll, God. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> vampire God. I need it. <laughs> so um, it's quite an old one, actually. So um, it's Synanon. So um, it was founded by uh, Charles uh, Diedrich in 1958 um who was born in ohio in 1913 not a lot of background on him but i'll 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 give you the highlights um so he his when he was eight years old his younger brother died um and he felt guilty and responsible for whatever reason um his brother died of influenza i think it was um so obviously not not his fault um Mm -hmm. but he it basically caused him to struggle to bond with other kids basically so he couldn't uh bond with anybody um and until they were of, of an adult age so he didn't bond with the rest of his siblings or kids at school or anything like that so he could only form sort of like bond relationships with with adults um yeah very strange um, his dad died in a car crash when he was very young as well. So he's not had a great, not had a great life. And he ended up, um, he, he basically ended up with low self-esteem. He didn't like himself. Like he had a lot of like, um, what's the word, what's the phrase? Like, um, yeah, self-esteem issues. He's, you know, he's, 
yeah, not great really. Um, but yeah, um, so he ended up an alcoholic um, and one day goes to an AA meeting to sort himself out and mm-hmm. he has a bit of a revelation because these people, you know, it's a group session, so people are getting up and talking about their story and, and you know, their life and, and how they became an alcoholic and, you know, their struggles and everything. Um, and he got up and did it. And obviously when they finish, they, you know, they clap or they, you know, they thank them and stuff like that. And he becomes obsessed obsessed with this group therapy and he will he goes to any AA meeting that he can find just so he can have his moment up talking about himself and he would talk incessantly like he he like even if you know no one would interrupt him they would literally just let him talk and in my opinion I think that became his drug because yeah, like the attention, he, yeah, the like, attention that he got. Self esteem, yeah, right. and I think that became his 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 drug. Basically, he he got high on on having that experience. Yeah, um, and that's that's actually pretty common though. Like people, yeah, a it's... lot of people like that attention. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So he ended up um, basically forming his own form of, of of group therapy which um was called TLC so tender loving care mm-hmm. um and he ended up getting like a, a significant following um and then founded Synanon so there's a couple of um explanations of why it's called Synanon so the first one that I came across um uh, basically it stood for sins anonymous which kind of made sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one was something like um what was the other one? An, a, another name, like how it how it came about and it didn't quite it didn't it didn't make much sense to me. Um oh it was it was seen for um togetherness. Um so like like synchronous like almost like synchronicity oh, okay. almost. Yeah. Um and then Anon was 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 still the the anonymous part. So um he find he he founded Synanon after after this in in 1958. So this is you know just before just before the you know 60s. Um and they would basically go cold turkey so there would be no drugs to um you know wean them off basically it would be cold turkey and they would go into these group therapy sessions yeah yeah sounds great doesn't it (laughs) sounds like someone's cleaning up vomit at the end (laughs) so they would do um so this is um drugs and alcohol abuse this is so uh the addicts would would come and they would do um a tough love group therapy um and it ended up being called the game so he so basically they're based in santa monica california um which ties in quite nicely with your sam because santa monica which was where the last boys was filmed which is about vampires so there's your little six degrees of (laughs) kevin bacon bit so (laughs) um also also where us was filmed and that's about a cult kind of 
Oh yes. shit! Yeah. Yes. Oh wow! Now you've got a true crime and a and a movie, horror movie podcast in okay. one here. <laughs> Treating you this time. So they would use this um, form of therapy, which was called attack therapy. Oh, that's so and nice. and it was called the game. So basically, uh, they would do the group therapy. So one person would stand up, talk about themselves, their problems everything like that um and when they finished the rest of the group would basically weaponize those problems and hurl verbal abuse at that Jesus. person basically to the point where um to basically make them hate themselves that much that it shocked them into reforming themselves that's the only, the, only, the only the only rule sketchy. the only rule was um they couldn't threaten violence that was the oh, only that was the violence. only rule that's that's fine then yeah yeah <gasps> oh my god so good old charles remember charles who founded synonym right we're going to call mm-hmm. him chuck because that's how he's known chuck. i love it yeah oh. chuck um he if you see him right um he also, he had um, he survived meningitis um, when, uh, at a, quite a young age, I think, um, and it left him um, not severely deformed, but he's got like one side of his face has has fallen. Okay. Um, and he basically wears overalls all the time. Yeah, he looks like a farmer. He looks like a farmer. <laughs> um, they would call him Big Brother or Big Daddy. Oh, they always do. Uh, That's yeah. so cool. Uh, i they... another piece of advice. If you're hanging around with someone that makes you call them Father or <laughs> Daddy or Vampire God, you're in a fucking cult. <laughs> so, obviously, people, they're, they're obviously getting good results with you know with this program uh, as as ridiculous as it sounds um and they basically start worshiping chuck and his wife betty so they all start wearing overalls such godlike names oh yeah absolutely chuck and betty. yeah so they all start wearing overalls like chuck and they put pictures of him and his wife all over the uh, all over the center and and this that and the other. Yeah, I know, I know, it's fucking weird. Oh, and he's gonna be um, loving this as well because of yeah. the attention thing. I'm, yeah. wait, so, I'm waiting for the underage girl he meets and marries. It's coming up. I can no, feel it. Well, she's not underage. <laughs> she's not underage. But there's a big age gap. I will say that. So, um, a couple of quotes from good old Chuck. Um, he was uh he promoted the act as if and what that means is trust what you're told and act as if it's right right okay so that's that. what he would say to them well, it um, sounds like the british government yeah absolutely <laughs> scarily yeah basically um he also said uh i am not bound by rules i make them he also said that Yep. Also sounds like the British government. Also sounds like the British government, yep. Um, so they... Don't both... be surprised if our podcast <laughs> is shut down next week. So <laughs> we start getting emails from... Uh, with a .gov UK uh, email address. People are like, they haven't the podcast, but all I'm getting is some government warning. <laughs> so they boasted of recovery rates of 80 to 100%. Yeah. Um, and they were getting very, very popular in California. So 
Here's the kicker. There is no graduation. You cannot leave. So once you have reformed, you are you get a job within the within the the uh, rehab center. Yeah. And all the money you make goes back into that rehab center. Of course it does. So you see where we're going with this. Yeah. Um also you can't keep secrets. No secrets allowed. So this would all come out in the group therapy sessions as well. So they were getting very big for where they were stationed at first um, in Santa Monica. Um, and they got a lot of local businessmen um, and, well, celebr- I say celebrities. This is sort of um, allegedly. So um, Jane Fonda and Leonard Nimoy. No. Um, yeah, I mean, alleged- they did, they allegedly. Allegedly. Mac and Callie from Battlestar, though, did they? <laughs> allegedly participate actually went to the rehab center and I participated in one of the games i absolutely believe that i mean this celebrities is, do join cults quite the, frequently you know this is the 60s mm. now 60s getting into the 70s so it was going for quite a while before it sort of you know became very very popular anyway it grew too big and they moved to casal del mar which is a absolutely stunning building on the Santa Monica Boulevard, on the beach, it's right on the beach, it's facing the beach. It's still there now. It's a hotel. It's absolutely beautiful. This building is. What's it um, it's got big, like arched windows. Um, it's got pillars outside. It's it's a gorgeous building, almost What's Art Deco. Uh, Casa del Mar in Santa Monica, California. So. They, it's, it was called the Armory. That's what it was called. Um, and it was an abandoned building at the time. Wow. It's beautiful, isn't it? That is impressive. And it's on the beach. It's absolutely stunning. So uh, basically, the local community were kicking up a fuss saying, we don't want recovering addicts hanging around the neighbourhood. And they went to the city, city hall yeah. and were like, you need to do, so- you need to do something. Um, so then it all came out that, you know, Chuck doesn't have any qualifications whatsoever. They, you know, he's got no certificates, but there's no regulations. Yeah. Um, you know, and and all of that. Um, so they arrest him for not having a health license and acting out of zone, whatever that means. Um, so he did the true martyr thing um and chose jail rather than moving out of the town as per his probation uh conditions. So he goes to jail for a, a short period. Yeah. And then comes out and it's it's all back to normal again. So um So that's fine. So he's done his jail thing, yeah. he still he still has no qualifications, but he's like, Well, I've done jail no. time, so here no. we go again. So um it goes to um it does go to jail and he um I think the judge the judge sort of like says, No, 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 it's it's fine and sort of like exempts him basically and just lets what? him carry on. Yeah. What? Just fucking madness. So <laughs> comes out of jail. Um, he has a, a period of ill health and the doctors say, Chuck, you need to stop smoking. It's going to kill you, mate. So he had a three pack a day habit Holy in shit. 1970. Lucky it wasn't 2022. Someone told oh, me today that a pack mate. of cigarettes is like 11 quid. Oh, wait for it. Wait for it. So um, he's like, 
assess the situation. So he actually did something quite, not clever, but logical. He worked out his expenditure for three pack a day habit over a year um, and then went back to Synanon and said, right, everyone's going to stop. I've got to stop smoking. You've all got to stop smoking <laughs> because they were spending $250,000 a year on cigarettes. Holy shit. Well, I wouldn't have to worry about it because they've probably only got a year smoking that much. So Yeah, so he, he's just seen dollar signs. So he's like, oh, I can save $250,000 just by getting everyone to stop smoking. Damn, money's a motivator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh uh, so he did have a bit of a change of heart as well at one point. So um, he allowed them to have outside jobs and live outside of Synanon. Um, but Again, most or all of their wages would be pumped back into Synanon. And then they would be accused of not being committed enough and they'd move back in. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And then in 1974, they became a church. <laughs> so tax exempt. Sounds a lot like another group. Yeah, it sounds so familiar, doesn't <laughs> Even it? Even the structure is very similar. <laughs> so... Chuck went a bit off the rails for whatever reason. Um, and he decided that because there was families there, so that you know, there was couples there with you know, with with children, and there was couples there that had had children whilst they have been in Synanon. Um, so he said, Right, no more children. Uh, incidentally, the children that were there were raised in uh, quote hatcheries so they were community children yeah <laughs> yeah hatchery that's, that's yeah problematic terminology right? it is yeah yeah that's 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 what they called it that's dehumanizing that um, is it is very dehumanizing fucking, that's very telling of him actually yeah. uh yeah so apparently prior to this so the women were polyamorous so it was like a free-for-all at one but point the men weren't yeah oh wait men had forced vasectomies and wow. women were encouraged to have abortions. Because, uh, like, no, no more children. No more children. No more children. Jesus. Yep. That's really scary. So by the end of 1976, they had about $30 million in assets. Wow. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sadly, How 19- are they making this money? Well, they're obviously getting grants or something because they're a rehabilitation center they're obviously paying wow, that's yeah it's crazy wow because people were handing you know money over you know yeah. it's money over fist, isn't it so uh in 1977 uh betty his wife sadly died uh so he uh basically opened up uh applications for the women in synonym to be his next wife <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was like application. Holy shit. <laughs> Listen, if you're if you're uh, like church leader or whatever, presents you with the opportunity to audition to be his wife. Yeah, you're in a fucking cult. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this whole episode is like for just you like in a cult. Why yeah. Any of these things are in a cult. So, so leave. <laughs> he chooses lovely Ginny, who's thirty-one, and he is fifty-something at this point. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, in comparison to the others, pretty decent, yeah, really. Yeah, um, and then shortly after he chooses Ginny, um, he decides that um, marriage 
isn't permanent. Um, it shouldn't be permanent anymore. So couples were told to split up and form new uh, three-year-long um, love matches. Yep. So within days of him announcing that, 230 couples filed for divorce. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Yep. It's great, isn't it? It's fucking mental, this is, honestly. It's a like, weird kind of power to want, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. It's 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 bizarre. It is bizarre. So, like it's like anyone who wants to be prime minister or president of America, particularly the president of America. Well, like that yeah. level of like. It's crazy. Why would you want that job? Just, it's just bizarre. So, um, Diedrich, uh, sorry, Chuck, uh, later changed the rules to um, allow for violence in order to maintain control. No. Oh, yeah, this is where we're going to get into it. So, um, basically, at this point, um, people had started to talk. There were journalists, you know, writing articles um, and people, it was gaining traction, you know, people who had been in there and managed to get out and, you know, all this, you know, negative um negative uh what's the word i'm looking for press publicity press yeah. publicity publicity is the word i was looking for thank you um so if you spoke out against synonym or used any sort of derogatory terms um chuck would make a list <laughs> you'd he'd put you on a list <laughs> you're on a naughty list you're on the naughty list yeah oh, well, what it. else this is this is what else he did he started a group called the Imperial Marines oh, and they were basically the heavies that went out for these people who are on Chuck's list. Oh, yeah. Wait for it because it's going to get weird again. Yeah, this is like that. And stop being weird. Yeah, like a mafia type thing. So one of the most famous sort of incidents um, is a uh, a lawyer and investigative journalist called Paul Morantz. Um, he start. He, I think he wrote a massive article about it through you know interviewing people and you know um, doing his job basically. And he published it, and it got picked up like NBC. Oh. So the news station, yep. Yeah, so they covered it. They interviewed Paul and everything. And one day he comes home, uh, goes into his house, you know, puts his keys down and everything, forgets he hasn't been to the mailbox. So he goes out, oh. goes to his mailbox and sticks his hand in and gets bitten by a rattlesnake. What, what the fuck? Yeah. So they think, or he thinks, that Synanon put, the rattlesnake in his I'd mailbox a pretty to kill bet. him. But the weird thing is they removed the rattle. Yeah, that's a pretty safe bet to me. They removed they the rattle that. of the yeah. rattlesnake so it wouldn't alert him <sighs> to the snake being in the mailbox. Oh, yeah, they definitely killed him. Yeah. That's gross. Couldn't they so, just use another venomous snake? Well, you know. Just... <laughs> they're, pretty, they're, pretty, <laughs> they're pretty plentiful in California, though. <laughs> Rattlesnakes, so, they're everywhere. So apparently oh, wow. one of his neighbours, one of Paul Morantz's neighbours noticed a white van outside 
his house and they wrote down the number plate around oh the time you know of of the mailbox the the rattlesnake incident um and the turned out that the van was registered to church of synonym <laughs> shocker, shocker. Oh, yeah. so um there was also a neighbor of where the um the the rehab center was in santa monica um a guy called uh gambanini a I've only written his written his surname down. I don't know what his first name was, um, but he was helping the kids escape from from the rehab centre that that wanted to get out. He was helping them oh. escape, um, and he got beaten up by the Imperial Marines for doing so. That's a stupid name, Imperial. It's just it's just ridiculous, just ridiculous. Um, so when NBC were obviously talking about Paul Morantz's article as well. Um, Chuck sent death threats and general violent threats to NBC, as you do. Um, yeah, it's literally it's... gone from being someone that's like really insecure that wanted like the attention to like some mafia boss. Yeah, basically, yeah. Basically, it's like the yeah. more power they get, the more power they want. Yeah, yeah. So this prompts Chuck to. Um, think that there's some sort of holy war holy war is the term that that was said apparently okay. um so they these people thinking <laughs> i mean i came here for rehab and now there's I a know. holy war I don't, <laughs> what's happening? I know. so um uh they go to a gun store and um spend two hundred thousand dollars on a on a weapons haul from the same gun store Oh, my God. $200,000. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's just normal things that you would do. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, Paul Morantz, by the way, he has got his own website, which is just chock full of everything about Synanon. Like, he has oh. dedicated his life to it. Um, he's now in his... I think he's in his 70s now. Hold on, when was this article? 2018. Yeah, I think he's about late 70s, early 80s maybe. Um, but he's got some sort of um he's got some sort of blood disorder um that he thinks was a result of the the snake bite. Um and he has um neuropathy, whatever that is. I'm assuming it's some sort of debilitating um uh you know neuro disease yeah, i'm assuming um and obviously arthritis and all the all the rest of it so yeah chuck's chuck's gone off the rails a bit um so um he might other... have gone off the rails a while ago <laughs> so, um in apparently in 1977 he took in a woman who had a uh, pre-psychotic episode um and basically wouldn't release her back to her husband and he ended up um, getting the law involved he ended up you know trying to sue sue synonym because he wouldn't release her anyway she eventually does get released um obviously doesn't want to go back there um just all things like that like separating separating couples for like no apparent reason there's no sort of there's no sort of logic to it no. um, but it was just like one of his rules that you know just to see how much control he's got, I imagine. Yeah, Just... absolutely. Yeah. 
So um, in the late 70s, I think it was late 77, Chuck is finally arrested on charges of conspiracy to murder. Um, he is picked up in an absolute drunken stupor, apparently. Um, obviously, he's, you know, everything's falling apart because, you know, he's got all this bad press. So yeah. he's, he's lost a lot of his following. He's, you know, the money's not coming in as well. Um, so, yeah, he's he's arrested on, on charges of uh, conspiracy to murder. Um, in 1980, uh, Chuck pleaded no contest to that charge. Uh, he was fined $10,000 um, and sentenced to um, five years of probation. Is that it? Is that because um, he was, murder <laughs> yeah. in so America. He was, yeah, he was barred oh, from shit. having any affiliation with Synanon. So it was still going up, up after he was arrested. Who took over from him? I don't know. I, so don't, think it, like a, I don't think it's I don't think it says actually. He must have had like a right hand person who just sort of Yeah, so in. <laughs> also the uh <laughs> the IRS uh, revoked the tax exemption status um, and ordered Synanon to pay $17 million um, in, obviously, back taxes, which essentially bankrupted the whole the whole operation. Yeah. Yeah, so the court uh, finally ruled against Synanon in 84, um, and it had, uh, basically stating that it had a policy of terror and violence. Um yeah, and they declared bankruptcy in 1991 and formally dissolved. However, a branch of it still exists in Germany. In Germany? Oh, in Germany. Uh, yeah, at one point, Chuck fled America um, to, 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 to Europe. Oh, so okay. I'm assuming that's so where... So he started like an offshoot. Yeah, he started an offshoot, yeah. Wow. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, um, weirdly, sort of adjacent to this, um, there was another, it wasn't a cult, but it was a drug rehab program. So the article that I found first off started talking about um, somebody else. And I got really confused as I was reading the article. So I was like, hang on, they're mentioning this other guy now. Who's this other guy? So adjacent to this, this is what I was going to do instead of Synanon. And then I worked out, actually, this isn't a cult. This is just a fucking paedophile. So... <laughs> So the article that I read was about Christopher Batham um, and he basically did pretty much the same thing um, in, uh, I think it was like 90s, early 2000s. Um, again, he was a licensed hypnotherapist. That was about it. He had no training, nothing like that. But he started um, this like this recovery program, which was like a rehabilitation thing, um, again, in California. And it grew and it grew and it grew. Um, and that is still going. Um, it's called something like Community Recovery LA. That's where it started. But they've got like branches all over the place. So that is a, a very well-known company now. Um, but this guy, Christopher Batham, he was basically um, a, a, abusing the women that were coming in, trying to recover from, from drugs and alcohol abuse. Mm -hmm. And if you see him, he kind of reminds me of Conan O'Brien. Oh, but yeah, like just, just, yeah, just he's like strawberry blonde, scruffy looking, thick black glasses, and Looks he's like just really, 
he's really creepy. Ugh. Just watch a couple of YouTube videos. His name's Christopher Batham. Um, he's been he's been done now. Like um, 2018, he was convicted of uh, rape and 30 other counts of sexual assault, sexual yeah. exploitation, okay. um, and giving his patients crystal meth and heroin. As you do. So, yeah, he would, um, I think, put stuff on his hand and... Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, the America, the American medical system them. prescribes heroin every day. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then he's got another 46 counts of insurance fraud, but that was in 2018. But I'm assuming he's been... I think he has been convicted of the fraud as well. Um, 2018 was a bad year for uh, cult members. It, it was indeed. It was indeed. So, yeah, Christopher Batham, that's that's the other... That's the sort of adjacent case because it was linked because of the drug rehabilitation thing, but he was just, yeah, just abusing the women. Oh, my God. Also, yeah. what the fuck is it with California and cult? <laughs> Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It's, uh, I reckon it's probably because it's like it was the new age mecca of the 60s and 70s, wasn't it? It was like free yeah, love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was all that kind of. The hate Ashbury and. Like, yeah. All that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Also, just incidentally, the term cult, do you know where that comes from? No. No. It's Latin. Uh, so the Latin word is cultus, meaning worship. Interesting. Oh, okay. Probably should have started with that, shouldn't I? Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> was, I just, uh, I, I just got it in my notes. So title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, synonym. Very, very interesting. Um, and basically, it ended up like the mob. Yeah. <laughs> they all kind of do. That's how they structure yeah. everything. Like very um, strange. Scientology is the same way. That it structures in exactly the same way. Yep. Have you heard uh, Leah Remini's podcast? No, no but. I I can't believe like the one eighty that she did. Like, I know, yeah. it's insane. It's a brilliant podcast. It really is. It's insane. It's so long though. It's ongoing. So, oh, it's is like, it? Yeah, it's impossible to listen to all the way through. But if you want to like a snapshot, if you listen to her when she was on Joe Rogan a couple of years ago, yeah, it was, it's like a three and a half hour episode, four hours maybe. Is that when she was still in? No, no, no. This is when she was out. Oh, this when is what she she's was talking out. Talking about like she's yeah. talking about it and like. Yeah. It's mad. Really, really good. But I remember seeing her talking, like, about, like, you know, how, just, like, you know, singing its praises kind of yeah. thing. And now she does she does the opposite, but oh, with yeah. as much enthusiasm. Yeah, it's yeah, just, more it's so. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's just bizarre. Uh, I did see there was a couple of um, true crime updates this week. So there was the Somerton man update about his. They think they've identified him. Yeah, so they're using the, yeah they're using the genealogy um, uh, data, um, and they've traced his sort. Of, they think they've traced like four thousand people that are in his sort of branch of DNA. So like his yeah. you know family and ancestors and stuff like that. So they think um, they have identified him. I think they said they named him as something like Charles Webb. Um, and he was an engineer from Melbourne. Oh, no, I don't uh, want I don't want I know, I, want I know. You I like the mystery, don't you? I know. Yeah, I just don't want it. Um, and there was something literally just before I joined um, the our call tonight um, about John Bonnet Ramsey. Oh, <gasps> did, I, did I tag you in that the other day? I saw something the other day. I tagged you in it. Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, but I saw something on 
but there was something about the DNI. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on Instagram. I think I tagged you in it. I can't remember. Oh, did you? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it might be a week ago or more. Uh, yeah, so they're urging for retesting of DNA on three key pieces of um, evidence, including her underwear. So it's ah. the dad, the dad and the cops, by the look of it. Oh, oh for a second there, I thought you meant it was the dad. No, we all know it's the brother. We all yeah. know it's the brother and the I mean, parents covered it up anyway. So <laughs> literally everybody says. Yeah, I mean, how, how unfortunate if it wasn't. I mean, I can't see how it. I can't imagine. See how, how imagine it your isn't. sister getting murdered and then the world blaming you. Paul, next episode is your choice. Okay, so uh, next episode we're going to do the murder of Molly McLaren. Oh, local, very good. Very local to me, yeah. Excellent, and a British one. Yep. Love a Brit, love a British one. Oh, we, don't yes. get, we don't do many. No. Excellent. So next There's episode, some crazy British one. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Well, we have done Fred and Rose, I suppose. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that's as weird as it's probably going to get, really. No. Do you know the one I find the creepiest of all? Go on. Um, James Bolger. Still to this day. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. 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 That sends shivers down my spine. That does. It's a horrific yeah. story. Hmm. And the I fact that he's just same story. I don't mean mm. it knocking bad luck. And the but fact that he's just not reformed in any way, uh, no. Venables. No, not no. at all. No. Not because you don't hear anything about the other one, do you? No, nothing. And I'm not. I'm not saying that's a. You know, it's not necessarily a, a good thing. But, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, maybe he lives a completely fulfilling life. Yeah. yeah who knows? But the other one definitely does not. No, definitely not. He's a piece of shit. He needs yeah. to rot in hell. He does. Okay, so episode 27 will be Molly McLaren. Uh, and on that note, listeners, always remember to delete your Google history.